This is Golf with Jay Delsing. A two-time All-American at UCLA. A participant in nearly 700 PGA Tour events. Seven professional wins to his credit. Over 30 years of professional golf experience. A member of the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. It's a Sunday morning on 101 ESPN. It's Golf with Jay Delsing as we come to you from the Car Shield Studios. We're presented by Darty Business Solutions. Couple of great guests coming up, but as we always do, good morning, Jay. Let's start the show. Let's fire it away. Danny Mac, I'm so excited to be with you. This is great. We were just laughing, uh, just kind of doing a little run of show. This is going to be a lot of fun, and I so appreciate you being with me. Let's let's get this thing going, man. We got the worldwide tech. We got so much to cover. Okay, worldwide technology. Their executive VP is Matt Horner, St. Louis-based company. They're all down in Cabo. Why aren't we on their jet going down there with them? <laughs> we can find out with Matt Horner. He's going to be in studio with us. And they're there because the, uh, the, the tournament formerly known as the Mayakoba Classic, which is held in Mexico, is now the Worldwide Technology Championship. So we'll visit with Matt Horner. He'll be kind enough to stop in studio with us. And then you and I we both love the NHL. We lo- uh, love the game of hockey. And we've got, I say a St. Louis native, but he's from Canada. But now he calls St. Louis home, and that's longtime NHL referee, now retired, but Tim Peel is coming up. He's a great guy, and we adopted him. We there absolutely adopted him because he's here, and it's all to our benefit. Peels, he's a great guy. You know what's amazing? How about I can't wait to see the sort of shape that this guy's in. I mean, to be a referee in the NHL, man, you have got to be on your horse. You know, they are you skate, saying that we couldn't do it? Is that what you're telling me? I don't know about you, but I'm saying this we got no chance. <laughs> this we ain't got, this no, got chance no chance. Yet. So no, I can't. No, <laughs> having to skate. But I mean, Danny, the players they get to go to the bench and sit down. These guys are all over the place, man. And back in the day, um, you know, they only had one referee. You know, so that there's been all the changes in the NHL. You and I, there's no sports we don't like. You know, yeah, this we is love just uh, just awesome. So they had somebody that was there. I mean, what did we look at, Danny? Almost fourteen hundred games, and and that's just in itself is ridiculous. I love what the PGA Tour did this weekend, which was uh, having a Tiger Woods design course, first time ever played for an event. Tiger is all over the place, all over the place right now in Mexico this weekend. Absolutely. Look, Cardinal is a golf course down there. He designed it in 2014. But, I mean, how cool is it to have worldwide, worldwide technologies, our local St. Louis representative on, on the PGA Tour, and have Tiger all – did you see a picture? There was a picture with Jim Cavanaugh, yes. our buddy, the CEO of the you know, soccer St. Louis guy, the whole thing, uh, uh, with Tiger and um, – I I can't wait. We got to get Matt back on the show and be like, how did you get to hang out with Tiger? Like, yeah. what was it? What was it like? And just to have Tiger bring that attention down, yeah, down there because you know, Danny, the field is not the greatest. Let's just be honest; it's not the greatest field that they've ever had. We wish we had a few more top players, but all you have to do is sprinkle a little TW around, and all of a sudden, it changes everything. everything changes. You don't care about the field then. You, you, I don't. I, I, I sit there, and I'm waiting for him to go do a clinic or yep, an yep, interview or yep, something. I anything, just want to see the guy. Anything. Anything. I'm, I'm with you. Like, say, 
what what do you got? Like, yeah. is it uh, something about the PGA Tour board that you're sitting on now? Is it something about the new TGL League that you're going to be? Is it is it something about you know? Are you going to play in the Hero? Just anything. Speak to us, man. Are you going to play in the Masters? <laughs> I know. So apparently, he's been hitting balls. We've yep. talked about that. Talked about it last week. I did have a video that I saw, yep. and I was a little uh, uh, kind of cringeworthy yep. how he's just walking down steps. Now, yep. the Masters is not until April, right? but you know he's going to have to prepare. He's going to have to do a lot of different things just to compete for the four days, hopefully four days, and makes the cut like he did last year. But just seeing him walk, and it just looked like he was favoring his leg a lot. It makes you wonder, man, what are the chances that he gets back out and just plays? It's a tough answer. I know. It's tough. The only thing going, it reminds me of what Julie Inkster said last week. I don't put anything by this. Man. Everybody says that. This guy. You know, I gave up on him when I watched him with the chipping yips and all of that. And then I'm, then they're like, well, we're going to have the fourth or fifth back surgery and we're going to fuse. I'm like, Danny, back fusion is a career ender for a tour player. And, and he you comes had back, back surgery. I have. He comes back with speed, with power, wins the Tour Championship, wins the Zozo, and wins the Masters yeah. in 2019. Ridiculous. Stupid. I mean, so all bets are off. I'm with you. I wish the field was better. Yeah. Um, so it, it does beg the question, what can you do, if anything, if you're, let's just use this example, Worldwide Technology this weekend, they're the the big main span, uh, sponsor, the brand yep. of, of yep. this tournament. Can they go to the commissioner and say, look, we've got to have X amount of guys that are top 50, top 25, top 10, whatever the case may be? Or is it something where that sponsor has to dig deep in the pockets and say, man, we really want Jay Delsing there. He's a hell of a player. He's here's, top my, here's my number. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, sure I'm right there. All of a sudden, Jay makes a remarkable comeback to the PGA Tour. <laughs> but could they do something like that to get yeah, guys there? Not really. Um, especially right now, there's way, way too much going on in, in the background. But um, here's, here's how to do it. Put on a kick-ass event like we know Matt and Jim are doing down there. Sprinkle in a little TW, which is always magic tonic. And then... You know, slowly raise the purse up a little bit, Danny. It's come you, down to the purse, doesn't it? It does ultimately. But but also, you put on a on a course that's super fun to play. Like Tigers is supposed to be. It's supposed to be very forgiving off the tee, very demanding on the second shots and things like that. I'll, a little bit of Jack Nicholas probably, but you put it in a phenomenal venue like Cabo. Who the hell? The, I mean. Let you go. love going there. Let's go. Yeah. I'll get, I mean, you and I will leave this after. It'd be I mean, awesome. Wouldn't it be awesome to go there? So we go to Cabo. It's beautiful. And then you put on a, a party like, you know, and, and I don't mean like a, yeah, like a let's get crazy party, but you put on a party that, that they're entertaining all of their customers. Um, You know, Matt and these guys at Worldwide, they got this thing down like a well-oiled machine. You know, they do all sorts of world-class entertaining, like, you know, as – as sure. they would, and the players will, will start paying attention. Hundred percent, they really will. It, there's a, it's a small fraternity, Danny. And when good things go out like that, it runs through there. Same way, if it goes bad, you you screw something up. Something so, something would happen, you know, that would be, you know, not great, and it runs through that thing just same way. When these guys design their own courses, you always hear, well, the signature of the Nicholas course is X. The signature yeah. of that course is X. So Tiger has now designed a bunch of different courses. What is it about 
his name on a course and what he wants to bring bring into the golf course for the golfer that separates him from maybe somebody else. I think he's going to be very generous off the tee because he wasn't a great draft. This is how this is broken down Danny in the past. And so I have not, unfortunately, I haven't uh, played any of Tiger's designs. I think he's only got three right now that I are in operation. Right. Blue Jack National. He's got a bunch that are in progress. Uh, to absolutely. Be, you know, that are middle, middle being built. We got Payne's Valley down in, in Springfield. There and now go. we've got Le Cardinal down in, um, in Cabo. And I do know, I, if, I even though I haven't played Payne's Valley, I feel like I have because I've seen so many pictures. I've gone through a lot of stuff with some, some customers and things down there. It's extremely forgiving off the tee. Very wide, which is more of a resort-type feel, Danny, so that the average player doesn't have to worry about spraying his tee shots. The one thing that slows play down more than anything is narrow off the tee. And Jack, I'm sure Tiger's going to be generous off the tee. Now, Tiger was supreme at his iron shots, especially long iron shots, three, four, five, six irons. So I'm sure there's going to be long par threes, Things that, you know, Tiger could take in stride and go, yeah, 225 yards, no problem at no all. No big it's deal. A little bitty six iron for me. Unbelievable. You know, I know, I know. And and so, and then then you'll, you'll see some protection around the greens. Tiger had, and still probably does have, the most brilliant short game. So I'm sure if you start missing in certain places, Danny, bring it. Bring your lunch pail. It's 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 going to be difficult. Now, we love to go through news and notes throughout the show. Later in the show, we're going to break down live. Done with year number two. Yep. The good, the bad, what the future may hold. We'll do a complete breakdown of that. Matt Horner, our guest as well, coming up. Tim Peel, too. You were just talking about the Masters. So, 10-time LPGA major champion has become the latest female member at Augusta National. And the first woman was admitted back in 2012, and that is one Annika Sorenstam. Yep, and uh, we've I've reached out to Annika. I know her husband, Mike McGee, really well. He said she'd come on the show. Um, she He said, don't mention podcasts. She doesn't like podcasts. Let's just tell her you have a radio show. And I said, I've had other people tell me, too. I, I don't, don't like, get what's it. What's wrong with pod? Anyway, whatever she wants, but she said she'd come on. And I, I mean, why would you not want Annika anywhere that you want to show up absolutely she she revolutionized the uh the the women's game i mean she took it to an entirely different level she was a first-time starter during the inaugural augusta national women's amateur in 2009 which has been added to what we see at the masters and i love it i think it's great absolutely you have to drive chip and putt down there now danny which is super cool for the youngsters and then you've got the women's amateur and and hats off to Augusta. Listen, they might be a little slow to the take on some of this stuff, but they're so influential. When they start getting behind stuff, Danny, stuff can start happening, and it it needs to. It's time. Let's go. I couldn't wait to get your thoughts on this. The Masters and the Open Championship said last week they downplayed the suggestion that they will carve out automatic major exemptions yep. for live players next year. Right. That's kind of the direction we thought they'd go, so it's still unsettled at this time. Listen, the the Open Championship is the most open for a reason. You get out there, send your 150 bucks in, and get your butt in a qualifier. Right, go qualify. Go, go, ahead, go ahead and qualify. Listen, and anybody can do it. You get out there, so you, you know they don't. You, here's what they want. I mean, they want... They want automatic fill. Like we're gonna, I'm Dustin Johnson. I've won two majors, and I'm you know 350th in the world ranking. And and they're gonna go. I want a spot. 
Well, there's no way they can start. They can start that precedent, Danny. There's they just won't do that. I mean, they have granted special exemptions from time to time, but it's been one, and it's been a one-off, and it's been to a Tom Watson or a, and 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 there there is no. I mean, it's almost farcical that they were thinking that it's like they're they're just trying to. They don't. They're not thinking. Well, think about this. Live. As we talked about, you just mentioned it, not included in the World Golf Rankings. So they've announced a promotions tournament, if you will, 72-hole event with cuts. So that's something they did not have the last couple of years. And for the better part of what they've done for two years, invitation only. So now they're saying, okay, if you're not going to give us World Golf Rankings, we're going to make this a little bit more competitive with the cuts. I don't know if that makes a difference, though. We'll see. It doesn't because that's just to get people onto the tour. They're not exactly. changing their format, D. So here's the here's the biggest issue. There's no clear-cut way to get little Joey from Brazil or from, or, or from wherever. St. Louis, it doesn't matter. On that tour. You know, someone would say, Dad, man, this live event was super cool. How do I get on? I don't know, son. You, you know, you have to be related to the Saudis. You got to, you know, be a cousin of some law, somebody. I, I mean, and, and that's the baloney about the, the live. And, and they know that, though, Danny. There's been criteria that has been set aside for years on how to get world golf ranking points. A lot of times a tour would come along and they would put a 12 to 18 month um, time period on it just to see if the tour would stay in business. It's incredible. It is. It's and so this is not. It's just because Greg Norman wants what he wants. It doesn't care about everything else. And is this unique and new? Absolutely. Does this mean they should get world golf ranking points right away? No. Let's get get it get your you know what together and get more organized and let's figure out more of a business model here. Now, if anybody's lucky that's listening out there, you played a golf round with Jay Delsing. Jay is confident. Let's just say that confident in his ability and probably in your ability, but really you shouldn't be confident in my ability or anybody else's, but you are. You're so confident in everybody else's ability, which I love, okay, and I appreciate. Okay, where are we going? There's a parachute that's going to be pulled here. listen to what I'm saying because you're going to love this. All right. According to Victor Hovland, he did a recent interview, and I think it was on a podcast. Um, (laughs) Not a radio show. (laughs) Right. He said he could potentially, right now, potentially be looked at as the world's number one. He said that about himself. The world's golf rankings, uh, the world golf rankings have Scotty Scheffler, number one, John Rahm, two, Rory, number three, Hovland, number four. Hovland, you may recall, won three times, 61 at the BMW. Um, And he says, hey, don't forget about me. I should be the number one. I'm paraphrasing again what he said. But you'd love to hear that kind of stuff, don't you? Oh, yeah, I do. Because, Danny, we have to believe in ourselves, man. It's an island out there. It it is. I mean, as many times... Even at the Ascension, you know, that last day I lose the ball in the second hole. I want, I don't want to play anymore. You want to crawl into a I hole. I crawl into a I, hole. I'm like, come that's, on, hey, man. That shocked me when you said that to me after that. Because oh. I played so much golf with you this summer, and you're like, I don't care. I don't care if it's over there, and i got to stand in two feet of yep. uh, grass. Yep. I'm, I'm making birdie. I was four over after two <laughs> holes, and I'm losing <laughs> balls. I'm like, I know. this stuff doesn't happen, you know. And, and but but So take it back right now. I don't. Yep. Want, you need to take that back. I'm I, glad I shot what I shoot, 80 <laughs> the last day or 79 the last day and finished where I did. No. But for Victor Hovland, I mean, look at, you've got your opinion, and that's 
I mean, there's a lot of guys that think they're the best player in the world. I guarantee you, Brooks Kepka doesn't think anybody can beat him. Probably a majority of those guys at that level feel exactly. that way. But then you also have to sprinkle in some facts. And you also have to sprinkle in the fact that we have an official golf rating system. It's far from perfect, but it's what we have. And so that is the criteria. And what's what will happen for Victor is that as the years go, as, as we start the new year, Part of the old tournaments lop off, and the new, the more recent tournaments get weighted a little more, and then they get replaced by your continued play. If he goes out and starts the year like a house of fire, he's going to rocket straight up the straight up the the rankings. But Scotty Scheffler, and we know Rombo will have something to be said about so that. So consistent, man. It's tough to move him. Look what Rom did last year, dude. I, I mean, for how long that man went out and won four tournaments. Wasn't Augusta his fourth win? Yes, of the that year? was number four of the year. Now he kind of cooled off, if you want to call it cooling off, along yep. with Scheffler at yep. the end. <laughs> I say cooling off. A lot of T fives and T tens and T fifteens. Sorry for the tied twelve, right. Scotty Scheffler. And then people ask, like myself, an idiot, and says, "What's going on with him? What's wrong with Scotty?" <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, You're like golf's hard. He probably lipped two putts out on <laughs> exactly. Sunday and finished twelfth instead of second. Exactly. But you know, we we love that. I mean, Victor Hovland will be world number one. I really believe it. I think the fact that he was so bad with his short game when he got on the PGA Tour and still won events, Danny, and now he's pitching the ball like a like a wizard, just yes. like a magician. I mean, he's going to be world number one. He he is he is strong in all aspects. I know you love to watch him pitch now, and yeah. you felt that that was really a huge improvement of his game. He said bunker play this summer was the biggest adjustment he made. He said, I used to hate to hit it into the bunkers. And this is a tour player we're talking I, I, about, a top five guy in the world, and he said, I hated it. I was terrible at it. We well, wasn't terrible, but he's just really improved. his standards. Yeah. So, Danny, when 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 I did some research on him, because I was like, "Ooh, that just doesn't." It, it almost looked like he like he like he said he he was seriously uncomfortable, high anxiety, and bad technique. That's an awful combination for a tour player. And I started reading some of the stuff, and he goes, "Yeah, when I pitch the ball, this was two years ago. I try to land the ball on the green and keep it on the green." And I'm like, "What?" You got to be kidding me! But he was so. What's What's interesting is that he when when he came over from Norway, and went to Oklahoma State down in Stillwater. He must have been so so bad at this, but his hitting and his putting were so superior sure. that he that he that it, it carried the day for him. Makes sense. Well, I just, just to hear a, a guy that's top four in the world saying my bunker play was terrible, where a lot of guys are saying, "Boy, I hope it's in the bunker." Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, you know? to this day, I, I feel like you could put me in a bunker anywhere on the PGA Tour, and I'm getting it up and down now. And I'm 63. I'm 100 years old. Okay, I got yep. a final thought here in our first segment. All right, John Rom, love this podcast <laughs> again. It was seriously a podcast that I saw this on. And he was being asked just very generic questions. And I loved, yeah. and he was so good in the interview. And he said, uh, was asked, he said, what, what's the number one advice that you give to amateurs? And this is to John Rahm. He said, oh, this is simple. He said, you really want to ask me this question? This is the easiest question I've ever been asked. He said, so the advice, the best advice I can give to an amateur, club up. 
He said, club up. That's it. He goes, I don't need to expound on this at all. Club up. He said, I play with these guys, and they come out, and gals, and they look at me hit, and they think, well, I can maybe, you know, hit close to what I'm – he said, what is wrong with you? You're not going to be able to get near me, so club up when you're an amateur. I was just meeting with my buddy who I've given a couple lessons to, Robert Tynes. And he is, and we're helping, I'm helping him with this game. And Danny, it's the first thing I told him today is that you have to hit more club. And, and what I told you in our, in our pro-ams, you actually even did it. I said, whatever the yardage is on our, on our gun says 150 yards, tell our team 160. And that's what I started doing. I, and it, and do you remember a couple of times the reactions were, Jay, I don't know why. I mean, you gave me this quick lesson. I'm hitting the ball so much better. Like, yeah, well, it's 10 yards. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, well, because there's so much pressure on you to hit, like, okay, that one swing, I can hit my seven iron and flush it, and it goes 150 yards. So you're you're going over there. It's a one in 20 shot or something for you. And now you've got that much pressure on you to, no. Yeah. No way. Go to the six. If you flush it, it might go past the pin. It probably won't even go over the green. Danny, I see it all the time. I bet I played in 10,000 pro-ams in my years. And I would say 100 of the amateurs out of those 40,000 players could hit enough, hit the right club. Sure. It's just it's it's just a it's it's a little bit of ego. It's a little bit of misunderstanding. I mean, think of this, Danny. If you said to the average guy, take one of your buddies, pick one, Johnny Fever, whomever. Yeah. And you said, "Johnny, how far do you hit your eight iron? And by the way, for folks listening, that is a friend of mine. His name, nickname is Johnny yeah, Fever. Right, but go right, right, ahead. right. So you said, Johnny, how far do you hit your eight iron? He wouldn't know. Probably said, not. No, he'll go somewhere between. And I mean, D, that's like being a race car driver and not knowing which is this the gas or this the brake. I mean, knowing how far you hit your clubs, how do you play? How do you play? I mean, no, I get it. Like some days my eight iron usually goes 145, but if I miss hit it, it only goes 135. I'm not talking about that. On a daily basis, how far do you hit your, what is the average that you, not your yeah. greatest eight iron you ever hit that goes 150. What's the average? Yeah. And they sense. don't know, Danny, they don't know. And so one of the first things I tell the guys is what we're going to do for your game is figure out how far your clubs go. They're shocked. Because it's, D, I would say it's somewhere between 4 and 12 yards shorter per club for everybody that we talk to. And it makes sense. It and does. Especially now with the colder weather here in St. Louis. Oh, and then it's, that's, a, that's an entirely different situation. Danny, my dad, Jim Delsing, great guy, hell of an athlete. We're, we're playing together, and he's probably in his late 60s. I'm playing on the tour all the time, and, I, and we're playing – and I said, Dad, it's 175 yards. And he's like, I'm going to hit my six iron. I said, Dad, hit your five. No, I'm going to hit my six. Six is the right club, son. Hits a six, hits it flush, right on the front edge. Got a 45-footer. I said, Dad, it's not enough club. Nah, nah, I didn't hit it well. You know, and it, you're just stubborn like that. And, and I said, I said, Chief, you got to hit more club. You just got to club up and – he wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. Nope. He's like, you play, your, play your own game. Hey, that's what you're talking about, though. A lot of ego in sports, a lot of ego with those kind hey, of shots. and it's one of the things that made him good at what he did. Sure. He's like, hey, I believe in myself. You just play your own game. And I'm like, I know, <laughs> Dad, but you're, you're not getting any of the balls to the hole. We're off and running. It's Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Darty Business Solutions. We're going to tip our cap, and we're going to tip our cap to the corporate support 
here locally, clearly, and what they're doing nationally, but worldwide technology. Absolutely. Our, our, we're tipping our cap to our buddy Jim Cavanaugh, Matt Horner, and their team here in St. Louis and around the globe for jumping into golf like they have. Man alive. I, I, I said to you off air, man, I wish I was 30 years younger. These guys have taken... Uh, oh my gosh, they've taken the reins here in St. Louis and they're leading in, in the community. They're donating their money. They're donating their time, their, their, their expertise in so many different ways. Now there's a, an event on the PGA Tour. They're one of the presenting sponsors for the Ascension Charity Classic. Their hands are in everything in this community, Danny. Not just golf. They're all over the place. They own the raceway across the name. You know, their, their name is on the raceway across uh, the, the river over in Madison. And, and uh, so it's the Worldwide Technology Speedway, and it and, and it just goes on and on. So the tip of the cap, we're tipping it to Worldwide, we're tipping it to Jim and Matt and all of the guys, Dave Stewart, the, the entire team over there, for being such great corporate citizens. And from our chairs, we love the golf aspect. And I want to thank Colin Burnt at the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, 314-966-0303. Folks, you need any sort of vehicle, anything Car-wise, I know it says Dean Team Volkswagen Kirkwood. I'm driving a Yukon. My my daughter Joe's got a, a VW. Pearlie's got some Toyota truck that Colin, Colin's the best. He'll get you anything you need. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. Coming up, we'll continue that conversation about the Worldwide Technology Championship down in Mexico. Joining us in studio should be a fun visit. Matt Horner, Executive VP of Worldwide. That's next. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Are you driving an out-of-warranty car? It's only a matter of time before your out-of-warranty vehicle is in the shop costing you thousands of dollars. Auto repair costs are up nearly 20% from last year, which is four times the rate of inflation. If an unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready for that? Well, now you can be with a plan through CarShield. Even if your car is just over three years old, it's still prone to expensive costs. Your car is more than just getting you from point A to point B. Traveling by car is a way of life. From picking up your kids to going to a new restaurant, cars are a daily essential. When you enroll in a car protection plan through CarShield, you can look forward to the following. The price will never go up no matter how many claims you file or no matter how high the mileage on your car increases. CarShield offers protection plans that start as low as $100 per month. That's $100 per month. They have repair coverage for up to 5,000 different parts of your vehicle. Plus, when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road, you get 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance. You also get complimentary towing and rental car options. CarShield has my back when my car breaks down, and they can have yours too. Call CarShield today at 800-465-6550 or visit carshield.com. It's CarShield, proud sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. Get ready to watch the legends of golf up close when they compete at historic Norwood Hills Country Club right here in St. Louis. The Ascension Charity Classic will be back again with some of golf's greatest names, Steve Stricker, Padraig Harrington, John Daly, David Duvall, Bernard Longer, Justin Leonard, David Toms, and more will compete returning September 3rd through the 8th. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com for information. Darty Business Solutions has been enhancing the business of our customers for the last 37 years. 
How do we do it? Through our expertise in technology, better use of data and analytics, artificial intelligence, and machine learning. We roll up our sleeves and collaborate. We build applications and effectively communicate with our partner clients to bring their goals and objectives to the finish line. Our award-winning Access Point program is a community game changer. With nearly 100 students in the program, mostly young African-American females are making between $55,000 and $60,000 per year right out of high school. That's right, $55,000 to $60,000 a year right after high school graduation. That's when they begin their training. CEO Ron Darty believes the talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. So here's Access Point, providing more and more opportunity for those in and around our community. It's Darty Business Solutions. This is Chris Nagel. And you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. If you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, any maker model, then you need to visit the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. They are the official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. My daughter and I both drive vehicles supplied by Colin and the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. And the reason we have them is because we know we can trust them. They made the car buying experience painless and very easy. Their customer service is second to none. They provided my daughter with a loaner car when her Passat needed repairs. Every single step of the car buying experience was taken care of for us. You can reach Colin at 314-966-0303 and he will answer all of your questions and put your mind at ease. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood has new or pre-owned vehicles to be purchased or leased, whichever you prefer. Once you visit the Dean Team Volkswagen on Manchester and Kirkwood, you'll become a customer for life because they'll treat you like family. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, the official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. Golf with Jay Delsing rolls on a Sunday morning on 101 ESPN. We're coming to you from the Car Shield Studios and brought to you as always by Darty Business Solutions. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. And in studio with us is Matt Horner, Executive VP of Worldwide Technology. They are busy this weekend wrapping up Worldwide Technology Championship, formerly known as the Mayakoba Classic. It's held in Mexico. And uh, first of all, Matt, thanks for coming in studio. We appreciate it. I, I'm so excited to see the worldwide presence on the PGA Tour, uh, locally supporting the Ascension Charity Classic, and just you guys getting into golf. Tell us a little bit about uh, the golf, and then we also got to talk about St. Andrews. What a cool experience <laughs> that is. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on. And, um, you know, the the golf connection is is really has a lot to do with just having WWT's brand out in the market uh, if not nationally, globally. And, you know, we kind of been under the radar, I'd say, decade or so ago. And um, and our business is, is very much B2B, you know, high-end clientele that we serve and um, big brand names that we serve. 
and a lot of that clientele enjoys golf and enjoys a PGA Tour and tournaments uh, like the Masters and so forth. And so it was a natural for us to not only entertain there, but leverage the Golf Channel and, and other venues like that to uh, get our brand out. It's now a global brand, but based here in St. Louis. So for somebody listening, they go, Worldwide Technology. I hear that name all over the place. What is Worldwide Technology? What do you do? <laughs> it's it's uh, it, it's more than an elevator pitch. It takes a little bit of time. But really, I, I would say an aggregator of all types of technology is necessary to, to bring business systems, business applications online for companies like J.P. Morgan Chase or retailers like Walmart. And these systems are very complicated, very expensive, and take a lot of technical skills to actually put them into production. And in our world is stitching all that together with a lot of different technologies and software and doing it in a way that is as efficient, cost-effective, high-quality, Usually that work is done on site at different customer sites. Our, our model is to do it at WWT facilities, work out all the kinks, all the potential dead on arrivals from an equipment perspective, making sure the quality is where it needs. So when it arrives, it's plug and play for the business versus you're trying to stitch together a lot of Lego pieces that, again, are frustrating for a lot of companies. So our model is a little different, but it's um, very, very attractive by kind of Fortune 500. Matt, the story is, the worldwide technology story is incredible. Take us back to the some of the beginning days, because I know you've been around a long time, and there's been some fun stories about some, I remember Jim Cavanaugh talking about a trip, I don't know if you guys made in a U-Haul somewhere, <laughs> dropping off some computers, and you you were the, the driver in one in one meeting, and the next meeting you were the salesperson. That, that, was, and, that was Jim Cavanaugh and Joe Koenig, our president, and yes, they there's some funny history of how all this got started. And it really was a startup, uh, literally, and and very difficult times early on and um, just kind of grinded it out. But Jim and, and Joe uh, made a delivery up to one of our um, our government customers, and they actually drove a U-Haul truck with the technology equipment. <laughs> and then in the back of the U-Haul, when they arrived, they changed into suits and ties <laughs> and then went and conducted a meeting and delivered the equipment. But, uh, you know, it's a little bit of just do whatever it takes to make the business run. And that's been our really mindset from day one. And also a mindset to stay local too. global brand, but decided to stay in St. Louis. I'm sure you get overtures all over the place to move the company, whatever the case may be, but you've decided to stay here in St. Louis. Absolutely. I mean, you, we all grew up here and um, we've, we've had the experiences of great brands being in St. Louis and we wanted to protect the community and the community's interests and, and be a rich part of the St. Louis fabric. And, uh, you know, you see that with, with Jim and what he's done with the MLS and, um, what we're doing with St. Louis city now. So, you know, same with the enterprise team, his partnership there, but, uh, no, we, our roots are here and we want this uh, community to flourish. And it's very important that we invest in the community. It's so nice to see too. I mean, as, as some brands come and go the, to see someone that, like you guys that have grown up here that you you understand St. Louis because it's kind of a tricky place and to see the worldwide flag fly all over the place is really fun. Yeah, well, you know, what's most fun is me traveling all over the globe and then sharing uh, the 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 St. Louis kind of community to the world, whether I go to London or over to Asia or other parts of the U.S. And, and they're really fascinated by this 
you know, $20 billion global technology company resides right here in St. Louis. And then we also, uh, you know, do a lot to uh, incentivize our customers to come visit St. Louis and host them at our campus out of Westport and show them our labs, which are, uh, you know, an ecosystem of, you know, really a Disney world of technology that is really like no other has to offer. So we do have a lot of different customers that are from different cities around the world that come into St. Louis and, you know, show off what we have in our community here. Matt Horner from Worldwide Technology is our guest. Golf with Jay Delsing presented by Darty Business Solutions. You guys are busy this weekend down in Mexico. Yes, very busy. We moved our location from uh, part of Cancun area, Mayacoba, to Cabo. And interestingly enough, that that move, although, you know, was a a quick turn for us and just kind of mobilizing a brand new tournament that had been established for 17 years in Mayacoba and Cabo. We were a little nervous about it, but honestly, we've had triple the amount of clients that have uh, committed to come down this week. And I think that has a... yeah. I don't want to go to Cabo right now. Do you, Danny? I think that has a lot to do with, obviously, the familiarity with Cabo and the beauty and the golf courses and just, you know, it's, it's a excellent destination and um and we're seeing that now with the participation this week matt from a business standpoint talk a little bit about how golf works and how and why you like it It, you know first it's just it's it's the neatest sport in that you play with the professionals that are playing the game i'm not going to get on a football field with (laughs) some of these nfl players and say yeah throw me a pass, um, you know, take my head off a bit and, you know, don't want to take a hundred mile an hour pitch either. But golf is that, uh, a phenomenal mix of being able to play with athletes you look up to and enjoy watching and, and you can be there right there playing alongside and it's just a great equalizer. And, and then it's in a, usually a beautiful environment, whether it's uh, out on the ocean or in the, you know, different woods or cutting through different places that you haven't been before. I mean, just being outside and enjoying it for a few hours or or so is just a a great atmosphere to be a part of. So the championship is happening this weekend as we speak. What goes in the preparation on the worldwide technology side to try to make sure that this goes off as a premier PGA Tour event? It's no similar or no different, I should say, than running our business. Very, you know, level of discipline and rigor that goes into the preparation for it. Honestly, it's week in and week out including myself and and teams within our marketing and events planning that are constantly curating what the run of show will be, working with the tour and how the players are going to be experiencing uh, the the tournament itself, making sure the lodging is all taken care of, making sure that we have our clients that are informed of what they can expect when they arrive and transportation. So all those logistics are, you know, little details that really make a big difference. And honestly, for the worldwide employees that are going to be joining, we, we view ourselves as almost hospitality agents. We want the players, our customers, our partners that are coming down to have an exceptional experience while they're there. That just strengthens the brand and the relationships we have, and, and that's what we are all planning for for this week to come off as, as great as it can be. So, Matt, and, and that's the pro game. Now let's talk about the amateur game. You guys just had a presence over in St. Andrews and and – and talk about that experience. That had to be fantastic. It was. I, I mean, I've been a spoiled golfer, but I'd never been to St. Andrews, and that was uh, well worth the trip. And we just uh, signed up for a multi-year um, sponsorship for Golf Channel and um, St. Andrews, where we'll host four NCAA U.S. 
NCAA collegiate um, uh, competitors. And um, we just just two weeks ago had uh, UNC, Vanderbilt, Georgetown, Notre Dame. Vanderbilt took home the crown. Really, UNC and Vanderbilt are two top teams in the country. And why, you know, it's again, it's it, you look at our locations, our, our, our WWT brand, our namesake is, you know, global. You know, we have a tournament in Mexico. Now we have a tournament in St. Andrews, Scotland. So it kind of plays into that theme of worldwide technology or worldwide. And then we like to um, foster development in the communities that we, we have these tournaments. And we do things that you know, we can help contribute back to those communities, whether it's with First Tee in Mexico and what we're doing in Cabo, or there's a, a big sustainability initiative within St. Andrews that uh, we will participate and help in. And so it's, it's really bringing that whole blend of golf, entertainment, customer engagement, then also giving back to those communities. And another one was right here in St. Louis, the Ascension Charity Classic. And I know that was fun for you guys. Yes, yeah, so, you know, the great group of businesses that come together in the St. Louis community and, and um, had great weather this year and it just uh, an excellent, um, I'd say, showcase for the St. Louis community, bringing in people from out of town. We had a number of clients fly in for that. And again, it's a great opportunity for us to bring them to Worldwide Technologies headquarters, show off our labs and all the things that we have going on and then enjoy the tournament, Ascension Charity Classic, which is great this year. Matt, it's one thing to say, hey, this is Worldwide's brand. Here's our products. It's, it's another thing to take them to your home. It, it really is. And, and, and in order to do that, I mean, you really got to, I guess the term it takes a village takes on a whole new meaning now when, when you do stuff like this. Yeah, it, it does. I mean, again, we have to make sure we balance the work we need to get done with our clients and uh, and also make it very attractive for them to engage with us. And, and that's what we can do through golf. And again, we have just like the Ascension charity classic, we have a, a small form factor where we host clients at Pebble beach for the AT&T. And uh, we have other things that we'll do at the masters each year and the U S open. So again, all those are spread throughout the U S or the international locations. Now that we're a part of it gives us maximum flexibility to to address you know many customer demands you got a hell of a job man hey man well let's get on this let's get on this train here this (laughs) sounds great is there been one that stands out above the other and i'm assuming you can't say that one's better than the other but i'm still going to ask it is there one spot that's been really for you on a personal level that stood out in st andrews when i went to st andrews matt i was like whoa it was just you know all that history just almost knocked me over yeah, that that has definitely uh, jumped to the top of the list. <laughs> I play a lot in Ireland just for fun, and and uh, being able to now be a part of the St. Andrews history and and experience it for the first time, it really does kind of blow your mind on the history and just seeing it that you've seen it many times on TV, and and then just playing the holes that you see. It's just, and then the little town is just. Uh, uh, you know, really charming and, and fun to be in that area. So uh, were, that, you, were you able to, sorry to interrupt, yeah. were you able to uh, understand any of the Scots over there? I don't, I'm sure you went and had a pint, but you go <laughs> in there and you're like, every once in a while, Danny, you'll hear a word like bunker. And you're like, I think he said sand trap there, a bunker. You yeah, know, right. it's hard to understand those folks. Uh, I've, um, I've learned to 
listen really intently <laughs> for sure it's quite fascinating the the english so to speak in that part of the world and and how it deviates uh, you know so so quickly and you, you really got to pay attention for sure man thanks for coming in studio it's been a great weekend down in mexico and thank you for what you're doing in st louis too with worldwide thank you guys great being here maybe we'll have you on and do a little recap of uh Cabo, so you can yeah, make everybody jealous. This. It'll be another week of cold weather in St. Louis. <laughs> right. It'll be colder. Yeah, People we're like- looking forward to a great champion today. Awesome. Matt Horner from Worldwide Technology, Golf with Jay Delsing, and we're presented by Darty Business Solutions. I'd like to welcome I Promise to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. What is I Promise, you ask? It's a St. Louis-based company with the most clinically backed eye health performance supplement brand with over 20 years of eye health expertise and nutrition science. It's all natural and their cutting edge science and technology has helped I Promise forge many exciting new golf partnerships like with the PGA of America, the Titleist Performance Institute, the Ledbetter Academy, and many more. Perhaps the most exciting component for me is that all of this new improvement is measurable. I can tell you that in my case, my initial score was around 0.25. And after taking the I Promise product for two plus months, my score soared to almost 0.60. It had more than doubled. I can now read the greens better because I'm not really dealing with as much glare and trying to manage that. And I squint much less when I'm playing golf. And you don't have to take it from me. Check out what Padraig Harrington has to say about this product. He is playing some of the best golf of his career in his early 50s, and he swears, I promise, has helped improve his short game. Check out I Promise. That's I Promise, the company helping us to see better, play better, and live better. Visit them at IPromise.com. Hi, this is Adam Betts from Family Golf and Learning Center. At FGLC here in Kirkwood, we feature a double-decker driving range, two large grass tees with Tahoma Bermuda grass. You want to work on your short game? We have a short game area too, which features a 20,000 square foot green, three bunkers, and zoysia surrounds. Also at Family Golf and Learning Center, don't forget about our nine-hole par three course, the indoor trackman simulators, and our performance center. If you're looking for the best golf instruction, regardless of skill, we can help. Find out more at FamilyGolfOnline.com. That's FamilyGolfOnline.com. Family Golf and Learning Center. We make St. Louis better at golf. Did you know that Marcone is the largest distributor of General Electric appliance parts in North America? That's right. Marcone does that. Did you know that their worldwide headquarters are located right here in St. Louis? Well, if you didn't know that, then you'll know it now because CEO Jim Sowers is a philanthropic force in our community. Besides the most recent Marcone military and first responders viewing deck at the Ascension Charity Classic, which by the way was a huge hit here and has been copied at other PGA Tour and PGA Tour Champions events, Marcone has purchased and donated many vital service dogs for our wounded military heroes, which helped them transition back into society after sustaining catastrophic battlefield injuries. Jim and Marcone also support the backstoppers, the police, and the firefighters, the local naval organizations, and many, many more. Marcone, the company that calls St. Louis home, that always strives to improve and enhance our community in so many different ways. That's Marcone. 
Hey, St. Louis, Eddie McVeigh here from Maggie O'Brien's. When you head downtown for a concert or cards or blues game, and now for the St. Louis City soccer game, please come see us at Maggie O'Brien's before and after your event. Take our shuttle to and from or stay in-house and watch your favorite team on our multiple high-def TVs. We look forward to seeing you soon at one of our two locations in Sunset Hills on South Lindbergh or downtown at the corner of Market and 20th Street. Union Station is next to us. Hi, this is Nick Ragone from the Ascension Charity Classic. And you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. Do you remember the golden rule? I'm sure you do, but just in case it goes like this. Treat people the way that you'd like to be treated. At People's National Bank, that one statement is the cornerstone of what this bank is all about. Locally owned with 23 locations in Southern Illinois and the metropolitan St. Louis area, People's National Bank parlays a robust menu of commercial or personal banking services you could possibly need with a friendly yet hardworking Midwestern attitude. Maybe you just wanna do business with a bank whose entire team lives in the same neighborhoods as we do. If you're like me and doing business with someone you trust is important to you, then People's National Bank is the bank for you. Jason Rantham, local president, is here for you to call and he'll answer any questions you may have. His personal cell is 314-974-2243. You can also find us online at peoplesnationalbank.com. People's National Bank is here for all of your banking needs. you may be we hope you're enjoying golf with jay delsing on this sunday morning on 101 espn we're coming to you from the car shield studios i'm dan mclaughlin that's jay delsing and what a fun visit that was with matt horner i'm jealous of matt i'll just i'm just throw gonna put it out, it out there, there right, right now. there with you man. i'm jealous of matt uh having a chance to to be a part of what is a great event today down in mexico but uh worldwide has done so much and Another aspect of this is we're focusing on this tournament with the PGA Tour, but what they've done with PGA Tour champions here in St. Louis and with the Ascension Charity Classic, too. Oh, absolutely. And you got to remember, D, when Nick Ragone and the Ascension folks approached everybody like like Matt and, and, and Jim Kavanaugh, it was in the middle of COVID. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was in the middle of COVID. I mean, these guys talking about having a little uh, um, foresight and a little bit of vision. I mean, Man, that that's impressive, and also we can't forget about what they just did last. What's well, been almost two weeks ago now in St. Andrews with the college yeah. teams and all that. I mean, Matt says he's over in St. Andrews. I'm like, I want to whack him with my <laughs> microphone. I'm like, man, how call cool me. is that? I, that's so cool. That event is really neat and yeah. probably does not get enough attention as to what they're doing for the amateur players and the top college players. That soon, many of them will be on the PGA Tour. Oh, it's, it's, I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant, especially, listen, when you're a college player and you get to go play at St. Andrews under the worldwide technology umbrella, dude, you're you're bucking. You are shooting, aiming for that. You want your team. You want to be part of that. And then some sort of natural progression, there's no telling what may come out of that. That's thing. right. Danny, these guys, you do well and, 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 and handle yourself like a young man or young woman would that, that worldwide would like. There's no, I mean, 
you know this guy, Matt. He's going to go over and he might sign you to some sort of NIL deal. There's no telling what these guys might do. That is the beauty of golf. We talk about it all the time, but how it wraps in people from all walks of life can and then brings them into business that you would never, ever otherwise anticipate. And something like that happens, and all of a sudden it's a lifelong relationship business-wise that you have with these folks. Danny, it's a uniter. I mean, we were talking to Matt about what he's doing down there. They're entertaining. He said he's bringing, I don't know how many of his team down there, and they're basically just concierge for their guests. Right. I mean, tell me that if that doesn't get your attention. I mean, when if you're coming in on uh, to, to play in a pro-am on the PGA Tour, and you've got, you're greeted by the worldwide technology, the host, and, and they're like, how's your hotel room? Would you like this? That, the other, I mean, that, that, that's, that's taking it to the next level. So our thanks to Matt Horner for stopping by. Again, Matt, the executive VP of Worldwide Technology. Also coming up, we're going to visit with Tim Peel, longtime NHL referee, calls St. Louis home, loves the game of golf, so he'll stop by in studio, and we appreciate that. That's later in the show. I did have one thing I wanted to throw at you. A sinkhole has led to a crazy discovery the Cathedral of Nature. This is something well, else. Did you read about this? Yeah, I, it, it's happened right here in Springfield, Missouri. And our buddy, Johnny, we've talked about how... Johnny ben, Morris. Johnny Morris. We've talked about how beneficial having Oz, the great Ozzy Smith love golf, love the community, and do the amazing things he's doing with PGA Reach and the inner city kids and just everything in golf. It's just a huge get for golf, right? How about having Johnny Morris switch from, you know, and he still does his Bass Pro shops, he still loves the fish, and he supports all that, but having him getting involved in golf. So Johnny's got the top of the rock and this beautiful properties down in Springfield. And Danny, one of the holes on top of the rock, I can't remember what hole it was, a massive sinkhole. So basically, the ground opens up, folks, and swallows one of the greens, a couple of bunkers, <laughs> and it's just, it's like a massive cave under underneath the surface, right? Yeah, that's and, what happened. And so they said in the in the article, you had two things to do: we can fill this thing in and rebuild, or we can dig down and try and figure out what's down there. What does Johnny Morris do? Oh, he's going to dig. Oh, he's digging. He's digging. He's digging. He's digging for that goal, baby. He's digging and finds <laughs> this thing, and they said it's, what, hundreds of thousands yeah. of years old, and it, it's like one of a kind, an archaeological discovery. And by discovery. the way, I don't blame him for doing what he did. I oh, think yeah. it's awesome. Oh, same. Yeah. So you never know what golf's going to bring you, Jay. How about that? You get into a sinkhole that you just sinkhole. don't know. <laughs> but I've been in a sinkhole in my career for years. Like, how do I get out of this thing? It's amazing. I didn't see any cathedral down in the bottom of my sinkhole either. That's <laughs> why you're doing golf with Jay Delsing on a Sunday morning. Exactly. Oh, man. Hey, how about, uh, I, I get a lot of emails, and I know you do too, and you can email us, jay at jdelsinggolf.com. But a lot of people asking me about it. I don't know the, the the final days or weeks that this is going to happen or when it's open. I think we're in the final days or maybe it's just gone by. I bet you would know, though, Normandy and what's happened. Like, what's the latest with it? And, or, and if we don't yeah. know the exact date, but what is happening at Normandy? Yeah, well, the great Jack Nicholas and through the the works of Tom O'Toole and some of these other, some of the other um, uh, folks I know that having Jack in town for the Ascension Charity Classic when Nick and those guys and Steve Spratt had Jack in town um, he, they took him by Normandy and Jack has agreed to waive his design fees 
and redo Normandy. What and would his so, design fee go for, you think? If you had to take a guess. Probably $3 million, I think, Dave. That's, yeah. yeah. I was going to say $3, three to dollars. five. Yeah. 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 Amazing. And so we are right. So I, um, towards the end of the golf year, there was a date set aside that the, we were going to start uh, the actual uh, reconstruction or construction, depending on how you look at it. Um, there's been a lot of clearing going on. I've been by the Normandy property. It's essential for the North County area to keep this a golf course. And so we are any day now from when they're going to start breaking ground, pushing dirt, moving stuff to start this, um, this, this, this whole project. And we've raised money. We've raised a lot of money. We're more than halfway there with, with the race. And so what's really neat about this D is the first T is going to come there when this is completed and do a bunch of their programming. Um, there's going to be special rates involved for the local folks at Normandy that can get on the kids. I think kids are part of the endowment that they're no kid's ever going to get turned away to play golf. Anymore. That's great. Yeah, and so it's. I mean, this is a this is one of those things. It's a, a true feather in everybody's cap for for North County and for for golf in general. And then to have a Jack Nicklaus signature golf course come right down in the city and be one. What is Normandy? The old Normandy's the oldest. I think it's the oldest public golf course west of the west Mississippi. of the Mississippi. It is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So huge get for us. Absolutely. That's yeah. Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. Again, if you'd like to email Jay and email us at the show, Jay at jdelsinggolf.com. We're coming to you from the Car Shield Studios. We're presented by Darty Business Solutions. And up next, we switch gears a little bit. We'll talk golf and hockey. Tim Peel will be our guest. Powers Insurance and Risk Management is a family-owned local business that's been helping our community for over 200 years. In the always confusing world of insurance, Powers Insurance provides clarity, exceptional service, and the latest in cutting-edge products to deliver the highest quality in property and casualty coverage, as well as strategic planning consultation services. Powers Insurance and Risk Management will partner with you that's right, partner with you to customize the right coverage for you and your family. Tim Davis, the Chief Operations Officer, will personally sit down and talk you through the ins and outs of your policies. They are experts at helping you control your workplace expenses and helping to guarantee the safety of you and your employees and their needs. You can visit them at powersinsurance.com. That's powersinsurance.com for all of your insurance needs. For the best in Italian cuisine in St. Louis, look no further than Paul Mano's, located in Chesterfield. It's traditional Italian cooking, and their best ingredient, it's their tradition. It's cooking like Paul's grandmother used to make and like his mother still prepares today. There are no corners cut at Paul Mano's, from greeting you at the door to the pasta you'll share with your family. Paul Mano's is committed to bringing you their very best anytime you share a meal at their place. It's Paul Mano's located in Chesterfield. Redbird Heating and Cooling sponsors the Veterans Vocational Apprenticeship Program. Jed, the CEO and former Marine, will teach, mentor, and sign off on educational and mechanical work hours to help you get fully licensed while you work and get paid by the company. What a great way to launch your career as a fully licensed HVAC specialist. Visit RedbirdHVAC.com. That's Redbird Heating and Cooling. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. To connect with Jay, log on to jdelsinggolf.com. 
You'll see the latest in equipment, find the latest innovations in golf, and get tips from a PGA professional. That's jdelsinggolf.com. Hey, this is Jay Delsing, and we golfers are always looking for ways to improve our games. For me, that means I want the very best and the very latest in equipment and in technology. The place for me is Pro-Am Golf in Brentwood. Tom DeGrand opened Pro-Am Golf Center in 1975, and ever since then, he and his family have provided St. Louis with the finest in golf equipment, instruction, and the latest in the ever-changing world of golf technology. Whether you are a scratch golfer looking to find the latest in range finders, or a newcomer looking to find your first set of clubs, Pro-Am Golf has just what you're looking for. You say you're looking to get yourself custom fitted for a new set of clubs, you need to call TJ. He has fit me personally and he is the best in town. If you mention my name, CJ will take 50% off the already low fitting price. So if you need anything from golf balls to a new pair of shoes or a lesson from Tom, who by the way, has been helping St. Louisans play better golf for over 45 years, Pro-Am Golf in Brentwood is the place for you. You can also visit them at ProAmUSA.com. That's Pro-Am Golf. WXOS, WXOS HD1 East St. Louis, 101 ESPN is driven by Auto Centers Nissan, home of the lifetime warranty and 30-day return. Hey, Delsing here, and my show Golf with Jay Delsing, brought to you by Darty Business Solutions, is heard every Sunday morning right here on 101 ESPN from 8 to 10. It's the biggest names in golf, tips for your game, and much more. That's Golf with Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN. Is golf with Jay Delsing. We're halfway home and it's time to make the turn. Let's get back to Jay and Dan. Golf with Jay Delsing on a Sunday morning on 101 ESPN as we come to you from the Car Shield Studios. Is always brought to you by Darty Business Solutions. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. And truly our pleasure in studio to welcome in one of the great refs that ever was a part of the NHL, St. Louis native. Now, I'm going to say native, but that's Tim Peel. Hey, Timmy, good to see you. Thanks for having me in, guys. I appreciate it. Now, it's a golf show, but we get to talk a little hockey. Is that all right? absolutely. We can talk golf, hockey. They actually go together, so it's perfect. You love the game of golf. I do. Uh, If if you'd like to know how I got started... I'm, I'm Jay and I, I don't know if we're the same age, but I'm older than you, Danny. I'm 57. So back in 1970. How come I'm always the oldest guy in every room I go into now? It sucks, man. 1979, I'm 13 years old. And uh, I think I've told you the story before, Dan, but I'm, I, I lived in this trailer park in New Brunswick, Canada, on the east coast of Canada. We didn't have any money and we lived by this country club. And obviously, being a, living in the trailer park, we didn't uh, we weren't members of this country club. So it was one uh, summer day. I, of course, being a teenager, I'm bored. I'm bored. Mom and dad were like, "Why don't you go over to the golf course? There's a tournament going on over there. Try to get a caddying job." So I go over. The assistant pro who who turned out to be the pro's son, but I didn't know this at the time, said, "Oh, I'm sorry, young man, but everybody's already teed off." So I go upstairs to the patio. I'm watching the last couple groups uh, tee off, and he says uh, he comes up about a half an hour later. He goes, "Would you like to caddy this afternoon at one o'clock?" I go, "I'd love to." And he goes, "Okay, you're going to caddy for the pro." So I show back up, and and I had never caddied before, and the pro's name was John Gadet. 
John and I became friends for 30 years after this. And so I caddy for John and we kind of hit it off and I didn't know much about golf, but at the end of the round, this is 1979. He peels off a $100 bill. Oh, that's pretty good. It's really good. It's good now for that's a cat, right? Yeah, right. Let's do it. And and uh, he peels off 100 He goes, I want you back here next Thursday. Well, I I then became his, just his, I, we, I wasn't even a member at the club, but he would get me just a caddy for him. And so I caddied for him the whole summer. The next spring rolled around. He goes, I want you to work in the back shop cleaning clubs. Still want you to caddy for me. He'd take me around to t- different tournaments in the Maritimes, and it was a $100 bill. So I started out cleaning clubs. Then I get the big promotion, you know, up to the pro shop. I'm all excited. Now I can, dre- you know, dress nice. And and uh, mom and dad would have to come over to him in the summertime and say, John, you got to tell Tim we're going on vacation. He, he doesn't want to go. He he. I would spend all day there. I'd show up at seven and, and, and stay until seven, eight o'clock at night. And one of the guys that worked in the pro shop with me was a guy by the name of Darren Ritchie. He eventually became the Canadian amateur champion and he's 13, 14 and you know, we're 15, 16 as we're, you know, we'd worked there for, for I worked in the pro shop for four or five, six years. And he, and at the end, when we'd close the pro shop up at night, him and I would go grab two carts and we'd play cross country golf, one over to six. So much over, fun. It was the best. Yeah. And one night we, we were going too fast and we put a cart in a pond and we had to get, <laughs> had to get that up. But, and then, you know, I was a decent golfer back then. I think I was a seven handicap, but he, this guy, we played all the time. He eventually became the Canadian champion. Danny uh, and, and Peelsy, this is so cool because this is so similar to the way that I grew up. Um, I didn't have that kind of regular caddy gig, but man, I, I wanted it. And Danny, you did the same thing down at Tower T. Oh and yeah, we we were. What, the promotion for me, Peelsy, was getting to work in the back room at Norwood for three dollars and fourteen cents an hour. I've knew, I right. figured it was there. Now, when I was making that on a regular basis, it was over. You know what I took pride in is is we are the club we remember at. You know, back then it wasn't automated. Now with you know four T's and all that, and and we had this big long driveway heading up to the golf course, and I would see a car come up, and I knew every member's cars. Oh, there's Mister and Missus Brooks coming, and I'd run to the back shop and I'd get their clubs and I'd put them on the cart, and it it at the end of the year they'd all come up. Here's an envelope. Here's an envelope. But I would love my son Bronson to eventually work at a golf club when he's a little older because what it did was I dealt with old women. I dealt with old men. I dealt with young people. I dealt with middle age. It gave you that that uh, confidence to be able to talk to, to people of all ages and, and to interact with people that obviously now we, we see it with kids and social media. They don't know how to interact. But back then for me, it was so good for me. A hundred percent. Think about this. When you're... Um, how old were, did you, were you 16 when you started Thir- caddying? 13. 13, same, same with me. And think about the conversations you were privy to as a 13 year old son, son uh, young man going out with your, your head pro or whomever. Yeah. I, my head was on a swivel. I couldn't believe some of the conversations and I had no, you know, obviously wouldn't say a word, but I yeah. was 
took in every single thing that was said. You know what? I And I think uh, you guys know Mike Murphy, the chiropractor, good golfer. Jay knows him very here. well. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, Mike, Mike. Not by being friends. Jay needed his back redone. Murph is my best friend. Well, Murph is considered one of the best green readers at Meadowbrook. And a couple summers ago, Andy Goldenberg and these yep. different guys. And are you like, remember it? Meadowbrook. Meadowbrook. Yeah. Goldie. Yeah. Shout out like, to Goldie and yeah. Chris Nagel all and all the boys guys. over there. Yeah. And they're like, Peelzy, I think you might be better than Murph now. But it, I, I, and I don't know whether, but that the point was caddying taught me how to read greens. Yeah. It taught me how to read greens because that's obviously what I had to do. And Danny, one of the things I take we take pride in it. We know? talk about all the time, Peelzy, back in the old days because we um, walked. We walked every single round. We walked. Danny and I talk about this all the time. We go over to Norwood or Bellary, wherever the hell we're playing, and nobody fixes any of their pitch marks. You know, nobody <sighs> drives me crazy. And one so of the things that we talk about is is that everybody, when you were a caddy, you always entered the green, walking straight up the front or yep. somewhere towards the front right, or front left, and you were always fixing, <clears throat> excuse me, your ball marks on the front edge of the green. And what's happened with the whole cart program now is everybody parks their cart either to the side or, or the behind back, the green, right. and they completely forget about their ball mark. And it is, it is industry wide. I mean, you go to Wingfoot, and it's the same thing. The front edge of the green has, I mean, how many? Where, where were we? Where we both noted we're like, man, nobody's fixed a ball mark here in a month and a half. It was uh, Norwood. But Norwood keeps their greens in such great shape. They were rolling at a 13 last week. So oh, it, man. they keep that in such great shape for the Ascension. I don't think it matters where you go and play. Yeah. It's commonplace across the board in golf. You yeah. know what, Jay? Until I heard that analogy and description, I never thought of it that way. But you're right. Every, we all park at the back of the greens or to the side. And, and you're right. When you walk, you walk up the middle, you fix your ball mark, or, and you fix a couple others if they got missed. And... I know it's a pet. Now you peeve. go to your ball and you're like, it's a let's pet, go. It's, yeah, it's a pet peeve everywhere right now. I I hate it, but it is what it is. Tim Peel is our guest. Over 1,300 games in the National Hockey League. I said St. Louis native. You're not because uh, I said that because you you've called St. Louis home. But we've adopted him, Danny. We've, we've adopted him 100. percent We love this guy. You're from Canada. Where are you from? New Brunswick, Canada, East Coast. And maybe people would be surprised by this, but I love this story as you talked about your childhood, but you're you're adopted. Yeah. And yep. so your parents, though, helped you get involved in the game of golf. Yeah, they did. You know, uh, first of all, 22 years I've been here now. I moved here in 2001, and this is my hometown now. When people ask me where I'm from, I'm from St. Louis, and it was the best move I ever made. I met my, met my wife here and many, many good friends, and would never move you know even after i retired people are like are you going to go back to canada i'm like not a chance you know <laughs> so yeah you know as a young age you know we didn't have a lot of money but uh um you know my parents got me into golf and obviously as we touched on my my caddying story that's how i initially got into it and fell in love with the game and you know my son bronson plays with me now and i know danny you've played with your kids and your kids are excellent golfers it's such a great game you know my wife comes out and we do family golf together and it's just uh, it's a way to there aren't a lot of sports that you can play with your kids once you get older and golf's one of those that can can even when you're younger though peelsy because because the games you know the, the way that the handicap system and the tee the teeing grounds at the different levels 
you it's a uniter for yeah. for lack of a better word. You know, it's just hard to go play basketball with your your son when he's you know, eight and you're a grown man. I mean, you, you know, it's, 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 you, you have fun and you shoot and you can learn to, to dribble and things like that, but it's not like golf. No, you're right. Like some of my best buddies at Meadowbrook are in their mid seventies and, and I don't care what tea they use, play with. And, you know, we go in and have a few beers after and it, it's a camaraderie of the guys and you couldn't do that in a lot of other sports. How about up in Canada? How often can you play in Like How many months do you get? Where I grew up, it was May, June, July, August, and a bit of September. And that's you know, like, it. Like, I looked in wow. uh, in uh, uh, Calgary on, the Blues were playing there on Thursday, I think, and it was snowing in Calgary. You it's know, it's snowing in Canada of, now. Yeah, yeah. So, the, 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 the winters are long and the golf season's short. What do you do then? Are, are you guys indoors? Now it's track man, those kind of things. But back in the day, what were you doing? Back then, you didn't have track mans when I was. You just you moved on to different sports. You're putting and, on the skates. Yeah, you're putting on the skates. You didn't. You, it, golf wasn't year round like it is here, you know. Timmy, we talk about this all the time. Danny, almost to a T, all the great guests that we've had on this show have said the same thing that when they were growing up and the weather changed, the leaves started falling, the golf clubs got put away, and out came the soccer ball, the football, the hockey sticks, the whole thing. And it was better. For my golf game. Right. It, it, it absolutely was better for my golf game. You were game. able to get away for, from it for a while, right? Now you've got your, which is great for, for guys that are really enthusiastic about their golf swing and, and golf game. We've got so many golf centers around St. Louis where you can go work on your game throughout the winter. And, and uh, But I'm not one of those guys. I love the game. But kind of when the season's over, like if I'll sneak out a couple times during the fall and play here and there to get out with the guys, but I'm not really going to work on my swing during the winter a whole lot. You love the game of hockey. Did you intend on playing hockey as a player to get to the NHL, or did you always want to be a ref? No, I did. That's a great question. That's Actually, that's how I got into refereeing, refereeing was because of golf, because that summer that I first started caddying, when the wintertime rolled around, I missed having the spending money and mom and dad, we lived in a town of 1500 people, one rink, uh, no traffic lights. That's where everybody had, out, uh, hung out was at the hockey rink. And so that, when that hockey season rolled around, I missed having the spending money and mom and dad were like, why don't you ref the little kids? I was 13 at the time. So started refing the six U, eight U, 10 U. And that's how I got into refereeing because I missed having the, the spending money from caddying. Timmy, talk a little bit about early hockey. I mean, I, you know, Bernie Federko and some of the, 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 you Canadians are some of the, my favorite people in the yeah, whole world. you people are all right. You so people. down to earth. <laughs> I don't know. Didn't Jerry into trouble. Didn't exactly, <laughs> didn't exactly come out the way I intended. But generally such hearty, fun-loving, mm -hmm. family-oriented people and stuff. Talk a little bit about, I mean, Bernie's told me that at one and a half or two years old, you guys had skates on and were pushing around a chair and on the ice. And, and you know, by the time you're three or four, you guys were pretty damn good skaters yeah it's it sounds hokey when you know you hear guys my age and bernie's age and so on talk about our childhood but it is reality and what what we grew up in you know because like dan was just asking me about how long the golf season was because the the winter times are so long there you know we had a because i the the trailer park we lived in was right beside the golf course we would go over to number 12 it was a par five and we'd 
trent you know trounce through the woods with a couple old nets and some pucks and we'd scrape off the snow on number 12 pond and we'd skate there all day i love it that is so cool all day until we either it was time to get home for dinner or we lost pucks in the snow and that's just that was the way you didn't know any better back then like people my wife you know she's from here and she's like how do people live up there it's so cold i go because you don't know any different (laughs) you know the first time i was on an airplane i was there my early 20s you know i get a kick out of you know i'm already booking spring break for my kids to go to mexico in march I never went to like it was year round play or, you know, in the wintertime outdoors playing in the snow, playing uh, on the ponds. That's just what was normal to you. Who's your favorite golfer to watch? Who do you love watching right now? Mike <sighs> Weir has got to be up there. Canadian well, boy. He used to be. Yeah. You know, when Mike was, yeah. was in his prime and Weir's, he just got named the, um, the president's I cup captain. For, I for saw 20, that. I, mean, I saw that. Cool. He's a great guy. Yeah. A tournament I caddied in, uh, when the year Darren Ritchie, uh, won the Canadian amateur, Mike Weir was an amateur back then. And he was playing in that, in that same tournament. Um, who do I like to watch, like to watch now? I don't really, I don't have any. You just like the game. Yeah. You yeah. know, I am such a huge. Chris Nagel. Chris Nagel. Well, I am go. such a huge Tiger fan. Everybody. Oh, you know, man, you got but, a lot of room so in this. Fu- it's yeah. so funny. Like, I'll be sitting around Matterbrook and some of these guys. I, some people don't like Tiger. I go, because they're jealous. Like, it's like, and we've all seen it. That, you know, when you're at the top, people want to knock you off and people want to be negative about a lot of different things. And I just don't know, you know, when he, you guys saw it, when he came here for the PGA, it was just so exciting to be around him and the energy that he brought. It was, it was just absolutely amazing. And I mean, it was his coming out party. We've talked about it on the show before. He was like telling the other guys on tour, Hey, I'm not finished quite yet. You know, Uh and he got, he went on to get the masters the next year and the tour championship and all those other things. It's really awesome. St. Louis, a lot of love after that uh, tournament, too. And we wanted to come to the Ascension. That's the next oh, one. Oh, hell, exactly. And Dan, Danny and I talk about this all the time, Peelsley. Most people think Tiger won the 2018 PGA Crazy. Championship because he did so well and finished second, but Kepka's the man. Nobody was even following Kepka. I know. That was, that was unbelievable. You know. How, how about now? You're, you're doing a podcast with Jeremy Roenick, so how did you guys get hooked up with this, and what's it called? So, it's called Snipes and Stripes. Snipes because JR sniped a lot of goals and then obviously stripes because of the ref uh, jersey. I became, I w- really wasn't friends with JR when I refereed him. He was, you know, if you ever watch any old JR clips, this guy was a warrior, man. We were talking about it on our show the other day. He knocked out Mike Medano. He's playing for Arizona. He's friends with Big Walt. They played together in Arizona. That for was fans back, that don't know, Keith Kachuk. Keith Kachuk. They, that was back then when the Phoenix Coyotes had Dougie Waite, Keith Kachuk, Happy Boone was in net, Dally Drake. Like, they had a really good team. They were going to the conference finals and so on. And we were telling the story the other day. He knocks, knocks out Mike Medano in games three or four. Next night, they're playing, and we've got it. We we're showing it on our show. Dear, big Darian Hatcher just comes in from the blue line, jumps, and he's already 6'4". And he hits Roenick in the head, breaks his jaw in four places. He obviously leaves the game, misses one game, and then comes back to play in the next game with a with a. He uh, looked like a linebacker or that, something. That, I do remember, remember that, seeing yeah. him. That I'm white like, thing that, yep. and it, it's like 
these guys were different animals back oh, yeah. then. And the funny thing was, before he got his nose broken, because everybody, or jaw broken, because everyone wanted to kill him from Dallas, He's as he's going behind the net, Zuboff slashes him, breaks his thumb in half, and then Hatcher comes oh, in. No. <laughs> Seriously, you can't even make, and this guy then came back and play, played. So, so we became friends through Keith Kachuk. And I love JR and his personality and, you know, he's been controversial as I have been. And we just talked about a year ago and we're like, let's do it. And we're having fun at it and it's, it's doing very well on Apple and Spotify and these different platforms. So it's fun. Awesome. Tim, your career over 1300 games, as Danny mentioned, you know, when you're playing in the NHL, if you get to that thousand game miles, that's a massive, massive feather in the cap. How does that work for referees and, and, and in your world? The exact same. It, it's a great question, Jay. The same thing for officials. So uh, my thousandth game, they, they schedule it. You know, we look at the beginning of the year and say, okay, Tim's going to work a thousand games in November. Let's work out the schedule. Where do you want your thousandth game to be? Most guys want it close either in their hometown where they live or close by obviously I wanted it here I had it here in St. Louis and uh, Tisha and the kids were you know young at the time they get to come on the ice Chicago was playing Taze and Bacchus uh, come over and you know give me a jersey and some signed stuff it was a great night but a funny story to that so you know we the referees you know same as the players back then it's a lot different now as far as, you know, the players are protein shakes and, and well, the back, back in the early 2000s and when I came in in 98 and the early 2000s, mid-2000s, the boys like to have fun. They like to get together <laughs> after the game. And we like to get together before the game sometimes because guess what? We're not getting up to go to work at 8 o'clock. I can sleep all day right, right. and, and uh, go do my job at 7 o'clock at night. So night before my 1,000th game, I've got the, the refs that are working my game. You, you handpick the guys that you want to work. They're out at my house. And Quenville's text me that day because he's the head coach of the Blackhawks. And he goes, PLZ, because we were staying at the Ritz as well. And, you know, normally a normal game in St. Louis, I would stay at my house. But for this special event, I was staying with my crew at the Ritz. And Joel's like, PLZ, I'm down here with Kitsch. What time are you coming down? I'm in the cigar lounge. So we show up at 10 o'clock after leaving my house. Everybody's, you know, three sheets to the wind. We get in there, and Quenville's sitting there, and we're smoking cigars. And, and I look over at him. I go, Joel, I go, what are you giving me for my 1,000th game, a Rolex or something? I said, if, if you give me a, a signed stick, I said, I'm going to break it and shove it up your you-know-what. And we're all laughing and howling, and things are great. Come out, start the first period, come out, start the game, Chicago, St. Louis. It is a war. Bacchus and Taze fought in the first period. We got a headshot. Somebody got kicked out of the game. And I look over and Joel's on the bench just giving it to me from the bench. And I'm like, that's the great thing about hockey and sports, though, is that you can go from being buddies to just ripping each other to then meeting up at OB Clark's after and having a beer. Like, that's just it's the way it is. It's a great thing about our game. It's fantastic. And also other feathers in your cap were the All-Star game, the Olympics. I mean, is there anything other than your thousandth game that, that is – that you're super proud of? Probably the Olympics. That was that was uh, great to get selected. Because Which one did you work? 2014 in Russia. Okay. In Sochi. And, uh, you know, I, was in, I wasn't working the game, but I was sitting there watching Team USA 
play the night that it was became TJ Sochi, you know, when he, yep. when TJ kept going in, TJ Oshi kept going in for the shootout. And then I was fortunate enough. I got selected to work the bronze medal game between the USA and, and Finland. And, uh, that was Solani's last Olympics and funny story. I don't know if Finland had ever won a medal at the Olympics and, it was Solani's last season or last uh, Olympics. He's getting ready to retire. And I called two penalty shots in favor of the USA. Kane was in on a breakaway, gets his stick broken. Another guy got hauled from, be- from behind. Well, Solani thinks I'm just sticking it right up there. You know what? And he comes over and he is just, he's spitting. He's so mad. And, and I'm like, if this was an NHL game, I'm, I'm, he's getting a two, he's getting a 10, I'm, I'm whatever. But I'm like, I got to eat this. This is Timu Solani. He's, he's Mr. Finland in hockey or Mr. Hockey in Finland. This is his last Olympics. I got to eat whatever he's given to me and I got to suck it up. And so Finland comes, comes back. They win the game. We go to the hotel afterwards. Here comes team Finland in. And he sees me and he's like, PLZ and hugs and beers. And I go, you are a front runner. I said, four hours ago, you wanted to rip my head off. Now I'm the best ref in the world. Well, we see that golf has got rule changes all the time. I mean, that's, you would agree with that. So this is a golf show, but Mm -hmm. we love having sports figures from other, other venues. So what, what changes do you like in the game or what needs to happen in the NHL game to make it a better game in your opinion? I don't think we need to make any more changes. You know, I, I think we've made too many changes. You know, I saw, I was watching Tuesday night, the, uh, ESPN frozen frenzy, they called it where they had 16 teams playing on Tuesday night. Connor Bedard scores a goal. The the Madhouse took it away. I saw it. The Madhouse at Madison's going crazy at the United Center, and all of a sudden it's a half an inch offside. We've brought in too many replays, but I think that's probably a, uh, in, indicative in all sports right now that we brought in too many. When we brought in the replay, it was to get an egregious offside, something that was two three feet offside. Like I said to Ronick the other day, how many goals were scored? when you were playing that were an inch or two outside and nobody gave it a second thought. Nobody even thought about it. But now, but the problem is now they can't take it back because of social media. I think social media has played a big part in, in football and baseball and, and hockey where if an umpire misses a call, it's on social media within seconds, same thing in hockey and in, and in football. So it's the world we're living in, and unfortunately, I guess we need to learn to adjust, but I don't like the uh, offside. But the, as far as the rules, the players, they're not getting hooked and held like they used to. You know, I'm, I'm shocked that Mario and Mario Lemieux and Gretzky and all these guys were able to accumulate so many points uh, that, they, that they did back then because they were hooked and held and tripped and so on. Now our, everything's called, and it gives our, it, it, you know, it, it's the, the superstars are able to show their skill. Peelzy, one of the things that you've experienced through the, your career is the massive changes in, in hockey. I can remember playing with Brett Hull, playing golf with Brett Hull, and looking at him in his forearms or Bruce, and he's like, it's a, it's a rodeo out there, you know, where he's literally – got his left hand, you know, Uh pushing somebody off and his right hand on the stick trying to score. How difficult was it to watch and experience that as you're, I mean, on the fly? Yeah, it it was an adjustment for sure. So when when they brought in the rules, new rules was after the 2004 lockout. So we were locked out for the entire year. 
and uh, which was difficult. The players weren't getting paid. The officials weren't getting paid. And, it, you know, it was uh, it was a difficult year. But Broadcasters. Broadcast everybody, right? Yeah, I was <laughs> and, with you. And and so they, they said, how can we make the game better coming in uh, out of the lockout? And then that's when they said we're going to eliminate. Because what they did, they didn't write a new rule book. They just said call the rules because yeah. we didn't hooking was always in here in there held holding was always in there slashing they were always in there but back then it the players it, it was accepted from the gms from the coaches and from the players we don't want you to call a lot of penalties just call one or two on each team keep everybody happy and then basically Stephen walkham the director of officiating at the time came in and said okay this is what we're going to do we're going to clean up the game going to clean up the neutral zone and make it faster for everybody. I can't imagine how difficult that would be on you because you're like, well, I'm going to, you know, this is happening 72 times in a game and I'm only going to call three on each side. That's, that's difficult. But one of the things that drives me crazy and I love the game of hockey is the difference between regular season and the playoffs. And again, and I think of you as a referee, how difficult is that? Because they don't want you to call hardly anything in the playoffs. Well, it used to be like that, but it's funny. I, I was on a show last year when the playoffs was starting and, and, uh, it was Paul Bissonette and Spitting Chicklets, and he's like, you guys put away the whistle. And I said, well, Paul, actually, here's the stats. And I read off the stats from the last two years, and penalties were actually up in the first round compared to the regular season. So there is that that it's it's been like that for so long that people still think it's like that, but actually they still are instructed to call the penalties maybe in the third. So what happens is in the first round, it's chaotic because everybody, the best playoffs to watch is the first round of the playoffs. Then as teams get eliminated, there aren't as many penalties called. You get to the third round and then the Stanley cup finals, there's not a lot called because it's, it's, it's intense, but it's not the same style of hockey as in the first round. Give me the foursome as we wrap it up that you want to play with or have played with. That uh, some names that uh, really pop out, and it could be somebody on a personal level or somebody professionally in a different sport. Uh, the referees, I don't care who it is, but give me a foursome that you're like, ah, oh, that was fun or would be fun. I'd love to play with Jordan and Barkley. That'd be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> I love listening to Barkley, and uh, and I don't know if I could gamble as much as Jordan does in the <laughs> golf course. He might be a little too rich for me. And uh, I guess my fourth. You know what? It's funny. He's not a famous, famous guy, but my favorite guy to play golf with, and I tell people this all the time, is Darren Pang. Yeah. I love playing. He, he's he got about six uh, bets going at the, at the same time. He's never in a bad mood. He, you know, we played together a couple weeks ago. He slid in town for a couple days, and we, we went out and played. He's my favorite guy to play golf with. Awesome. Hey, thanks for coming in. Thanks, This has boys. been great. Thanks for having me. And again, the uh, podcast. Snipes and Stripes on nofilter.net. You can catch it, uh, catch it on Spotify or Apple. Awesome. That's Jay Delsing, Tim Peel. I'm Dan McLaughlin. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing as we come to you from the Car Shield Studios and as always presented by Darty Business Solutions. I want to welcome Redbird Heating and Cooling to the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. You can reach them at 314-320-9507 or on the website redbirdhvac.com. 
CEOs Jed Dickinson and Jerry Pearson run the area's most responsive and dedicated heating and cooling company that's been conscientiously supporting the St. Louis area for the last decade. Just last month, when my air conditioner stopped working, Jed and his team were at my home at 7 a.m. to replace one unit and then repair the other. Your money, like it's our money, was Jed's statement to me, and the repairs for Unit 2 was less than $200. If you want to work with a family-owned business that you can trust, then call 314-320-9507 or visit them at redbirdhvac.com. That's redbirdhvac.com. Hi, this is Adam Betts from Family Golf and Learning Center. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. Hey, this is Jay Delsing for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Our golf program has the same screening techniques and technology as the pros on the PGA Tour use. SSM Health Physical Therapy has the Titleist Performance Institute trained physical therapists that can perform the TPI screening on you as well as use the KVEST 3D motion capture system. Proper posture, alignment, etc. can help you keep your game right down the middle. We have 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion. Family Golf and Learning Center. No matter your age or skill level, Family Golf and Learning Center, located in Kirkwood, has something for you. They've got it all. PGA and LPGA instruction, double-decker driving range, par-3 golf course, trackman simulators, a large short-game green design to help you with all your shots around the green, bunkers, rough, and Zoysia fairway pitching. And now open the Tahoma Bermuda Grass Tees, the best turf to hit from in St. Louis. It's all at Family Golf and Learning Center. To schedule a lesson or to find out more, visit FamilyGolfOnline.com. That's FamilyGolfOnline.com. Family Golf and Learning Center. We make St. Louis better at golf. Are you driving an out-of-warranty car? It's only a matter of time before your out-of-warranty vehicle is in the shop costing you thousands of dollars. Auto repair costs are up nearly 20% from last year, which is four times the rate of inflation. If an unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready for that? Well, now you can be with a plan through CarShield. Even if your car is just over three years old, it's still prone to expensive costs. Your car is more than just getting you from point A to point B. Traveling by car is a way of life. From picking up your kids to going to a new restaurant, cars are a daily essential. When you enroll in a car protection plan through CarShield, you can look forward to the following. The price will never go up no matter how many claims you file or no matter how high the mileage on your car increases. CarShield offers protection plans that start as low as $100 per month. That's $100 per month. They have repair coverage for up to 5,000 different parts of your vehicle. Plus, when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road, you get 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance. You also get complimentary towing and rental car options. CarShield has my back when my car breaks down, and they can have yours too. Call CarShield today at 800-465-6550 or visit carshield.com. It's CarShield, proud sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. 
Hey, St. Louis. Eddie McVeigh here from Maggie O'Brien's. When you head downtown for a concert or cards or blues game, and now for the St. Louis City soccer game, please come see us at Maggie O'Brien's before and after your event. Take our shuttle to and from or stay in-house and watch your favorite team on our multiple high-def TVs. We look forward to seeing you soon at one of our two locations in Sunset Hills on South Lindbergh or downtown at the corner of Market and 20th Street. Union Station is next to us. I'd like to welcome I Promise to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. What is I Promise, you ask? It's a St. Louis-based company with the most clinically backed eye health performance supplement brand with over 20 years of eye health expertise and nutrition science. It's all natural and their cutting edge science and technology has helped I Promise forge many exciting new golf partnerships like with the PGA of America, the Titleist Performance Institute, the Ledbetter Academy, and many more. Perhaps the most exciting component for me is that all of this new improvement is measurable. I can tell you that in my case, my initial score was around 0.25. And after taking the I Promise product for two plus months, my score soared to almost 0.60. It had more than doubled. I can now read the greens better because I'm not really dealing with as much glare and trying to manage that and I squint much less when I'm playing golf. And you don't have to take it from me. Check out what Padraig Harrington has to say about this product. He is playing some of the best golf of his career in his early 50s, and he swears I Promise has helped improve his short game. Check out I Promise. That's I Promise, the company helping us to see better, play better, and live better. Visit them at IPromise.com. This is Dan McLaughlin alongside Jay Delsing, and this is Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Darty Business Solutions, as we come your way from the Car Shield Studio. So far on this show, on this Sunday morning, we've heard from Matt Horner of Worldwide Technology. He's down in Mexico with the Worldwide Technology PGA event. And moments ago, just a great visit with Tim Peel, the former NHL referee who calls St. Louis home. Jay and I, we both are so appreciative to our listeners on Sunday mornings. And something that we are going to do is that you will be entered into a drawing to have a golf experience with us. All you have to do is head to Jay at jdelsinggolf.com. That's Jay at jdelsinggolf.com. In the subject matter, put foursome, and you will have a chance next spring to play with us. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but we'll make it a lot of fun. That's Jay at jdelsinggolf.com. Also, if you have questions for Jay, make sure and head to that email address as well. We're heading down the stretch. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. We're presented by Darty Business Solutions. Darty Business Solutions has been enhancing the business of our customers for the last 37 years. How do we do it? Through our expertise in technology, better use of data and analytics, artificial intelligence, and machine learning. We roll up our sleeves and collaborate. We build applications and effectively communicate with our partner clients to bring their goals and objectives to the finish line. Our award-winning Access Point program is a community game changer. With nearly 100 students in the program, mostly young African-American females are making between $55,000 and $60,000 per year right out of high school. 
That's right, $55,000 to $60,000 a year right after high school graduation. That's when they begin their training. CEO Ron Darty believes the talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. So here's Access Point, providing more and more opportunity for those in and around our community. It's Darty Business Solutions. For the best in Italian cuisine in St. Louis, look no further than Paul Mano's, located in Chesterfield. It's traditional Italian cooking, and their best ingredient, it's their tradition. It's cooking like Paul's grandmother used to make and like his mother still prepares today. There are no corners cut at Paul Mano's. From greeting you at the door to the pasta you'll share with your family, Paul Mano's is committed to bringing you their very best anytime you share a meal at their place. It's Paul Mano's located in Chesterfield. Powers Insurance and Risk Management is a family-owned local business that's been helping our community for over 200 years. In the always confusing world of insurance, Powers Insurance provides clarity, exceptional service, and the latest in cutting edge products to deliver the highest quality in property and casualty coverage, as well as strategic planning consultation services. Powers Insurance and Risk Management will partner with you. That's right, partner with you to customize the right coverage for you and your family. Tim Davis, the Chief Operations Officer will personally sit down and talk you through the ins and outs of your policies. They are experts at helping you control your workplace expenses and helping to guarantee the safety of you and your employees and their needs. You can visit them at powersinsurance.com. That's powersinsurance.com for all of your insurance needs. the stretch on this Sunday morning on 101 ESPN with Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. As always, we're presented by Darty Business Solutions coming to you from the Car Shield Studios. We've had the chance to visit with Matt Horner in our number one, a VP of Worldwide Technology, and just wrapped up our interview in studio. Thank you again to Tim Peel for stopping in. I don't know about you. I, I love sports. I'm a baseball guy at heart, but if I probably could have played any sport outside of baseball, it would have been hockey. I love playing the sport of hockey. I, it is a great watch. It is, it's one of the few that is better in person. Like, if you go to an NFL game, Danny, you're like, what? This, I feel like the NFL experience is way better on TV. It's a great television right. experience. And, then, and you, go on, you go to this, you know, there's so much dead time. So many. Anyway. I'm with hockey, you. Hockey. Get yourself a front row seat oh, and watch man, it happen. Strap it, yeah, because there's action so fast. These yes. guys are so skilled. And uh, Peelsy is stud. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I didn't ask him how old he was. Is he? He's in his... Uh, I think early 50s, yeah, mid-50s, something he just, like that. He just looks great. He looks like he could just run a marathon right now. What a story he is, too. He's yep. adopted. I know. Grew up in a trailer park. Yep. Grew up next to a golf course. I know. And really that? the business side of what he wants to do in his life begins by, you know what, grabbing a bag for somebody and, and becoming a caddy, and that's how it all began as a kid. I love that. Sounds I, familiar, doesn't it? I know, because, Danny, I can remember the first time I caddied for this guy at Norwood. His name was John Gammon. And I, I, 
I was listening and hearing things that he was speaking about with his with his playing partners that I had never heard in my life. And I was like, wow. You know, they're they're talking about things I don't first of all, I don't know one thing about it, but I I couldn't get more I was like, I I want more. I want you to also though to these guys. you were a kid saying, I'm uh how old were you when you first started? Like Cat 13, thirteen, you said yeah. I could really kick their ass right now if they gave me a I was a club. thinking that sometimes. <laughs> you know what I used to do, Danny, is I, I you <laughs> know how I, hunt, how I hunt for golf balls? Yes. So, you You're know, amazing at it. So I hunt for, I would hunt for golf balls. So they'd invariably hit their ball somewhere. And if I didn't find their ball, I didn't turn the balls I found into them. You know, like I'll, I'll give them to you or I'll yeah. give them to the guys we're playing with. I'm like, I know you lost one over there. Here's three more. Well, I used to put them in my pocket. And then we take the caddy cut. We used to call it the caddy cutoff. So like if we were, if they were going down, this was bad. If they were going <laughs> down. So let's say they hit the green and they were walking down the old to the old number 13. So what was I would hand them, here, Delcy? I would hand them the putter and the driver and take the caddy cutoff and walk up to where their drives would come in the next hole. So that would give us about 10 or 15 minutes of not having to do anything. Well, I got seven balls in my pocket. <laughs> I'm hitting their clubs. <laughs> so the guy said to me at one time, he goes, I kept hearing ball. Something hit the woods over there. Were those golf balls flying? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, I was, I was like, I don't like his club. I don't like his. So, so I, that's how you're getting better. I was like, man, I hit his club. And I'm like, I love man, man, I could hit this better knee. You that's know, awesome. I, that's, I'm always thinking. And then. Oh boy, yeah. I, I was not the uh, I was not the ideal caddy. That's for sure. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, we wanted to get into before the show is through, kind of the the good, the bad, and what maybe is in the future for Liv. I'll start with the bad, and, and to me, it's pretty simple. It's a lack of drama. The PGA Tour, you got drama, and right now, Liv is trying to conjure up some type of drama, but they just don't have it right now, do they? No, there's no no question. I mean, Danny, from the great Jack Nicholas. To the Hall of Famer Lee Trevino, to Hall of Famer Tom Watson, to Hall of Famer Curtis Strange, and the list goes on Andy North, Dottie Pepper, Jewel, all Hall of Famers. They all said the same thing. This is an exhibition. Sure. This is not. Listen, there's, I dare anybody, send me an email, jjdelsongolf.com. Tell me who the, just tell me who the last 10 guys in the field are. Can't just, just who are they? And you and I follow it. I can't even tell you who that white might be. Maybe Brooks uh, Brooks Kepka's brother. Yeah, Chase. Yep. There's forty only forty eight guys in the field, and we can't name. I can't name the bottom thirty. Yeah. I so so. I mean, come on, guys. I could tell you about Kepka, DeChambeau, Patrick Reed. Yep. Cam Smith, DJ, DJ, and that's yep. about it. I know Philly mix tossed Philly, in there, but he's yeah. usually towards the bottom ten. How about stagnation with this uh, tour as well? Really no leap in year two. The, right. There was a little buzz beginning right. of the season, and then that was it. So you're always trying to grow right. as a league, as a, a franchise, so to speak, and they're just not doing that right now. Who did they add? That's where I'm going. And, and, and I know that once this quasi-agreement went down that they said, okay, we're not going to poach any more of your players, but, you know th- – Danny, there's more stuff going on behind the scenes than we have any clue about. And look at, for me, 
have a, a business model that makes sense to the average guy. Figure a couple of things out. Don't randomly throw money at charity and call this a charitable endeavor. It's just disingenuine. Which leads me to franchise sales. Remember, they could yeah. buy teams. Yeah. And two seasons have come and gone. They've yet to announce any of its 12 teams being purchased. And we understand the asking price is big, but this is supposed to be a big part of what they were doing. I agree. And 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 that's a double-edged sword because I think you'll agree with me. I think there's real weight and real interest if it's done properly with the team concept. I think we could do some really, really fun stuff there, get different regions involved with certain players and move move players around and have some fun with that. Not the way they're doing it. I don't. I just. I just don't see it. It and maybe there's things that aren't fully developed from them yet, Danny. That are going to come our way in this in year three. But so far, it's been extremely underwhelming. And it. And we. We. I don't know. I think there's only one corporate citizen company that's that's jumped on board, and it's one of Patrick Reed's. Uh, I believe sponsors. that's right. Yeah. And I think that's the only one so far. So, you know, there's. When you go to the CW, they're trying to, you know, ad sponsorship is the thing that sells everything. I mean, the reason why the PGA Tour is so successful is that look at who our partners are. It's the bastions in the business community, man. You've got Worldwide Technologies in there. You've got uh, American Express. You've got Coca-Cola. you got the Mercedes. The list goes on and on and on of all of these top, top-tier companies in our country. Where's that? Yeah, they don't have it. Not There's, yet. And But do they even need it? I mean, when you look at the money that's behind it, the, that's really the question. Do you really even need it? Right. And and so uh, I just finished reading Live and Let Die, and I'm giving it to you right after this show. It's a great read. You'll plow through it, especially the way you read. You'll plow through it. It's an extremely interesting book because one of the takeaways is that they, the Saudis, they do not like no return. Now, money's coming out of the ground, as Pat Perez says, and this is just a its a bushel fill every hour. Something crazy about a billion dollars a day or something. But they do not like investing in stuff with no return. Interesting. Yep. Very interesting. Yep. Let's go to some of the good. That was the bad, as we're two years into live right now. I think you'd say a major championship presence is something that has been good for them. Kepka had a four-stroke lead after the third day of the Masters. Mickelson dazzled. He had a, what, a 65, I think, in the final day of the Masters. Yep, yep. Kepka wins the PGA Championship. Right. So their presence was felt in the majors. No question. No question about it. I think something that went kind of under the radar, too, D, is I think P. Reed finished – Tenth in that master, so that's, that's a good call. You yeah, know that's what right. I mean? They had so the, so they had uh, they had that they there just wasn't enough. But I mean, look at the players that they have. I mean, their top five players are you know DeChambeau finished fourth in the PGA Championship. I think that um, that Kepka wound up winning. He was fully if he doesn't take a snowman. He wins the U.S. Open. Maybe I know. I know. Talking about DJ. There. I know. Yeah. 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 Oh no, no question about that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So. Yeah, so DJ finishes 10th at LA Country Club for the and so DeChambeau finishes 4th at the PGA Championship. So your their pedigrees are not what we're questioning. But here's what happens, D. How do you stay sharp? How do you, what is it that makes you want to go out there and say, "Yeah, 
I'm hitting my draws are fading. My fades are drawn, but I'm going to go dig this out of the dirt. And I'm going to go practice. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm not going to, you know, I'm is it me or did some of the guys get a little bigger? I thought they got bigger. <laughs> when I saw Brooks the, the first time, I was like, dang. Yeah. He, and he's a big guy anyway. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but he, he's definitely not. When I'm saying bigger, not in the best of shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It didn't look like they added a bunch of muscle. Their wallets got bigger though. Maybe their back pockets where they <laughs> yeah, got they fat. To, they had yeah. to make sure and have some space for that wallet. Exactly. I mean, that's the that's the thing. I mean, I just, I just wonder how do you human nature takes over? Do you look at your you look at your bank account and go, Phew. you know, yeah. Brooks Kepka and I just I just added 135 million to this thing. It's not bad. Well, here's one of the good things, too, and it's content creation. Remember, yep. media rights, that was the big talking point. Yep. Players, when they made that leap to uh, live, and it was a cool way to really kind of showcase what they do, go behind the scenes, pull the curtain back. There was uh, a final round 58 by DeChambeau, and he went behind the scenes with that. It was like 1.2 million viewers on YouTube on yep. a behind-the-scenes thing. Yep. I just think it's good. If it, The product is the players. Ultimately, it is about the players. I don't care what sport you're talking about. The product is the players. No offense to Tim Peel, our guest earlier. People aren't paying 200 bucks to go watch Tim Peel ref a game. Nope. It's just the way it is. And the Tim product Peel is the players. is such a good dude. He would tell you Same the thing. best game he's ever refed is one that nobody knew he was on the ice. 100%. He did his job, and it wasn't. So you know, my thing is the content creation yep. with the players. I, I, I wish we knew a little bit more. Now, Full Swing allowed you to do that with PGA Tour players, and yep. then a couple of them jumped to live. But finding out more about who these guys are, and that's the the question or what you're trying to do in every single sport. But live is let these guys kind of do what they wanted with their own name, image, and likeness, if you will. Yeah, I, I mean, we've said this all along. We've not huge lovers of live, but there's plenty of good that this is going to bring to the game, right? And I think at the end of the day, if I've got to come up with something that's extremely positive is if we can figure out a way to where if, if this Saudi thing's going to happen and we've got to accept it, then let's figure out a way to use that money to the betterment of everybody that plays this game. It's a, How it's the well hell put. are we going to do that? Yeah. I, and I don't like it. I mean, I'd rather have the money come from somewhere else, to be honest with you. But if that's I'm with not, you on that. If that's not the way it is, I mean, we have no dog in this fight. We can't make one damn bit of difference in it. But if that's the way it's going to be, then let's take this money and make it make the game better, grow the game, and, and, and do the right thing here. So the next thing, as we wrap up the show and wrap up this discussion, if the two sides come together... If Live Golf exists, the question then becomes, in what manner? How does this all shake out? And it sounded like a few months ago, oh, it looks like there's a framework agreement deal in place to make this thing work. And we have not heard hardly anything about that since because I think they themselves are trying to figure out what does a framework of a deal work uh, look like so it works for both sides. Absolutely. So, you know, I've been this close to having Davis Love come on the show. And I was just texting him and he said, Jay, I'm still involved. He said he'd come on once this stuff starts settling down. He just get, did an interview with Golf Week yesterday and he said, uh, or maybe two days ago, and he said, there is no way, in his opinion, that we're going to get this framework agreement done by the end of the year. And if we're going to do it with them, there's going to be an extension. We're going to, we're going to have to prolong this. So, you know, Danny, to me, that means a full season to live in 2024 
and we're going to start looking at 2025 as some sort of uh, turning point, focal point for, for both tours where live will more than likely fold and there'll be some pathway back for these players to get united. And then maybe there's some other tour, Danny, that's created a la live that lives, you know, around the world that just doesn't have the, these players, you yeah. know, maybe, maybe a player here or there that comes in and does an event or two, maybe it's a just in time, you know, maybe there's some agreement that says, Hey, here's what we're going to do. Every third event, we're going to bring three PGA tour guys over, or, you know, and, and they're going to play in this thing. And, you know, and here's one in, in Scotland and this one's over in Thailand. And then there's one in Japan. And, 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 and so this tour is going so to share some, the players. Yeah. So to speak. And it's going to somehow live. And, and, but, but I promise you, if it does, it's going to be way more organized. It's going to be have a business model that makes sense so that when we go to our sponsors and we go to, you know, Matt Horner at Worldwide and say, Matt, we know you're, you know, dealing with this, uh, a new business opportunity and, you know, making something up. What do you think if we put something like this together? And we will guarantee you that each year you're going to have Colin Morikawa, Jordan Spieth, and Dustin Johnson, something similar to that. I could see something like that happening, Danny, where they, we start saying, all right, so we're going to spread these players out across this format and try to you know, stabilize it a, lo- a little bit. And, it, and it'll be some other entity other than direct competition to the PGA Tour. It's well put. I, I think, don't know, man. I, I, I think thought about this too work. long, bro. I know. And did, I'm not that smart. I, my head hurts. About 30 seconds. Did you like the book, though? Alan Shipnick, Live and Let Die? It's great. It, it, he, one, what he does best, in my opinion, he doesn't have an axe to grind. When I when you and I read the Phil Mickelson book, we both came away and saying, I think he likes Phil. I did too. I know. And, and so he. I thought he wrote it from a very neutral perspective, and this gave a nice, thin... Um, uh, description of the kingdom and what's what like what is going on over sure, there the and background. What, what did that look like like what is this royal family huh? what did this look like Saudi hasn't always been you know you know this and what's what's happening so I like it I can't wait to get your opinion on it awesome Jay this has been a great show Matt Horner has been our guest Tim Peel and love talking to you thanks for doing it and we'll uh, catch up again next Sunday you're the best Danny Mac head of straight St. Louis you beat me to it I got you Are you driving an out-of-warranty car? It's only a matter of time before your out-of-warranty vehicle is in the shop costing you thousands of dollars. Auto repair costs are up nearly 20% from last year, which is four times the rate of inflation. If an unexpected breakdown happened today, would you be ready for that? Well, now you can be with a plan through CarShield. Even if your car is just over three years old, it's still prone to expensive costs. Your car is more than just getting you from point A to point B. Traveling by car is a way of life. From picking up your kids to going to a new restaurant, cars are a daily essential. When you enroll in a car protection plan through CarShield, you can look forward to the following. The price will never go up no matter how many claims you file or no matter how high the mileage on your car increases. CarShield offers protection plans that start as low as $100 per month. That's $100 per month. They have repair coverage for up to 5,000 different parts of your vehicle. 
Plus, when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road, you get 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance. You also get complimentary towing and rental car options. CarShield has my back when my car breaks down, and they can have yours too. Call CarShield today at 800-465-6550 or visit carshield.com. It's CarShield, proud sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. This is Adam Betts from Family Golf and Learning Center located in Kirkwood. Our motto is play your best golf. We have the best instruction for every skill level. Two female instructors along with our eight PGA instructors. We're there for the kids and the adults who are starting to play and trying to refine their game. Family Golf and Learning Center features a double-decker driving range, grass tees, and a short game area, along with indoor simulators and a performance center. That's not all. Don't forget about our back nine, Bar and Grill. Find out how we can help you and your family. Head to FamilyGolfOnline.com. That's FamilyGolfOnline.com. It's Family Golf and Learning Center, where we make St. Louis better at golf. If you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, any maker model, then you need to visit the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. They are the official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. My daughter and I both drive vehicles supplied by Colin and the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. And the reason we have them is because we know we can trust them. They made the car buying experience painless and very easy. Their customer service is second to none. They provided my daughter with a loaner car when her Passat needed repairs. Every single step of the car buying experience was taken care of for us. You can reach Colin at 314-966-0303 and he will answer all of your questions and put your mind at ease. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood has new or pre-owned vehicles to be purchased or leased, whichever you prefer. Once you visit the Dean Team Volkswagen on Manchester and Kirkwood, you'll become a customer for life because they'll treat you like family. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, the official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. For the best in Italian cuisine in St. Louis, look no further than Paul Mano's, located in Chesterfield. It's traditional Italian cooking, and their best ingredient, it's their tradition. It's cooking like Paul's grandmother used to make and like his mother still prepares today. There are no corners cut at Paul Mano's. From greeting you at the door to the pasta you'll share with your family, Paul Mano's is committed to bringing you their very best anytime you share a meal at their place. It's Paul Mano's located in Chesterfield. Hey, Delsing here, and my show Golf with Jay Delsing, brought to you by Darty Business Solutions, is heard every Sunday morning right here on 101 ESPN from 8 to 10. It's the biggest names in golf, tips for your game, and much more. That's Golf with Jay Delsing on 101 ESPN.